Chapter Thirty Eight of Ancient Tales and Folklore of Japan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Ancient Tales and Folklore of Japan by Richard Gordon Smith white sake two thousand or more years ago lake biwa in omi province and mount fuji in suruga province came into being in one night though my story relates this as fact you are fully entitled to say should you feel so inclined wonderful indeed are the ways of nature but do so respectfully if you please and without levity for otherwise you will grossly offend and will not understand the ethical ideas of japanese folklore stories well at the time of this extraordinary geographical event there lived one urine a man of poor means even for those days he loved sake wine and scarcely ever spent a day without drinking some of it yurine lived near the place which is now called suzukawa a little to the north of the river known as fujikawa on the day which followed fujisan's appearance yurine became ill and was in consequence unable to drink his cup of sake he became worse and worse and at last feeling that there could be no hope for him decided to give himself the pleasure of drinking a cup before he died accordingly he called to himself his only son koryuri a boy of fourteen years and told him to go and fetch him a cup or two of the wine koyuri was sorely perplexed he had no sake in the house and there was not a single coin left wherewith to buy this he did not like to tell his father fearing that the unpleasant state of affairs might make him worse so he took his gourd and went wandering along the beach wondering how he could get what his father wanted while thus employed koyuri heard a voice calling him by name as he looked up towards the pines which fringed the beach he saw a man and a woman sitting beneath an immense tree their hair was a scarlet red and so were their bodies at first koyuri was afraid he had never seen their like before but the voice was kindly and the man was making signs to him to approach koyuri did so in fear and trembling but with that coolness with which characterizes the japanese boy as koyuri approached the strange people he noticed that they were drinking sake from large flat cups known as saka de zuki and that on the sand beside them was an immense jar from which they took the liquor moreover 
he noticed that the sake was whiter than any he had seen before thinking always of his father koyuri unslung his gourd reported his father's illness and begged for sake the red man took the gourd and filled it after expressing gratitude koyuri ran off delighted here father here said he as he reached his hut i have got you the sake the best i have ever seen and i am sure it tastes as good as it looks try it and tell me the old man took the wine and drank greedily expressing great satisfaction and said was indeed the best he had ever tasted next day he wanted more the boy found his two red friends and again they filled the gourd in short koyuri had his gourd filled for five days in succession and his father had regained spirits and was almost well in consequence now there lived in the next hut to urine an unpleasant neighbor who was also fond of sake but too poor to procure it his name was mamikiko on hearing that urine had been drinking sake for the last five days he became furiously jealous and calling koyuri asked where and how he had procured it the boy explained that he had got it from the strange people with red hair who had been living near the big pine tree for some days past give me your gourd to taste cried mamikiko snatching it roughly do you think that your father is the only man who is good enough for sake putting the gourd to his lips he began to drink but he threw it down in disgust a second later and spat out what was in his mouth what filth is this he cried to your father you give the most excellent sake while to me you give foul water what is the meaning of it he gave koyuri a sound beating and then told him to lead the way to the red people on the beach saying i will beat you again if i don't get some good sake so you had better see to it koyuri led the way weeping the while at the loss of his sake which mamikiko had thrown away and fearing the anger of his red friends in the usual place they found the strangers who had both been drinking and were still doing so mamikiko was surprised at their appearance he had seen nothing quite like them before their bodies were of the pink of cherry blossom shining in the sun while their long red hair almost frightened him both were naked except for a green girdle made of some curious seaweed well boy koyuri what are you crying about and why back so soon has your father drunk the sake already if so he must be almost as fond of it as we no no my father has not drunk it but mamikiko here 
took it from me and drank some spitting it out and saying it was not sake the rest he threw away and then made me bring him here may i have some more for my father the red man refilled the gourd and told him not to mind and seemed amused at koyuri's account of mamikiko spitting it out i am as fond of sake as any one cried mamikiko will you give me some oh yes help yourself said the red man help yourself mamikiko filled the largest of the cups and putting it to his nose smelt the fragrance which was delicious but as soon as he put it to his lips his face changed and he had to spit again for the taste was nauseating what is the meaning of this he cried angrily and the red man answered still more angrily you do not seem to be aware of who i am well i will tell you that i am a shoujo of high degree and i live deep in the bottom of the ocean near the sea dragon's palace recently we heard that a sacred mountain had arisen on the edge of the sea and as it is a lucky omen and a sign that the empire of japan will exist in perpetuity i have come here to see it while enjoying the magnificent scene from suruga coast i met this good boy koyuri who asked for sake for his poor sick old father and i gave him some now this sake is not ordinary sake but sacred and those who drink it live for ever and retain their youth moreover it cures all diseases even in the aged but you must know that any medicine is sometimes a poison and thus it is that this sweet sacred white sake is good only in taste to the righteous and bad tasting and poisonous to the wicked thus i know that as it tastes evil to you you are an evil and wicked man selfish and greedy and both the sojos laughed at mamikiko who on hearing that the few drops which he must have swallowed would act as a poison and soon kill him begged to cry with fear and to regret his conduct he begged and implored forgiveness and that his life might be spared and vowed that he would reform if only given a chance the shoujo drawing some powder from a case gave it to mamikiko and told him to swallow it in some sake for said he it is better to repent and reform even in your old age than not at all mamikiko drank it down this time finding the wine sweet and delicious it strengthened him and made him feel well and he reformed and became a good man he made friends again with urine and treated koyuri well some years later mamikiko and urine 
built a hut at the southern base of fuji san where they brewed white sake from a recipe given them by the shojo and they gave it to all who suffered from sake poisoning both mamikiko and yurin lived for three hundred years in the middle ages a man who had heard this story brewed white sake at the foot of mount fuji he made it with rice yeast and people became very fond of it even today white sake is brewed somewhere at the foot of the mountain and is well known as a special liqueur belonging to fiji i myself drank it in 1907 without fear of living beyond my 55th year end of chapter 38 recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver bc